Hey there, friends. Wilk here with a DTH Quick Shot. Been a bit since I've done a Quick Shot, but when something hits my mind and I really want to talk about it between our weekly episodes, that's what it is. A DTH Quick Shot, something unplanned, spur of the moment, probably has something to do with an article or some kind of clip that I saw, and uh, that's what this week is. If you haven't already seen it in the news or somewhere along the line, Turning Point USA had a student action summit in Tampa, Florida last week. And outside, there were some protesters that happened to be Nazis. And then the gals from The View, in their true hateful fashion, tried to tie the Nazis to Turning Point USA. Now this, as all things having to do with hate, does not sit well with me. So when you combine Nazis and The View, it's uh, one big hate fest. So I called in my friend Jeff Scoop, who you may remember from episode 70 of the D-Rate the Hate podcast, Jeff is actually the former head of the NSM, the National Socialist Movement, the American Nazis. He is the founder of Beyond Barriers USA, where he is now committed to preventing and countering extremism. And he is currently a consultant for the Simon Wiesenthal Center. And now I am incredibly honored. I now call him my friend because I know he's doing incredible things to better the world in which we live. Don't miss this great conversation. Let me know what you think. All right, Jeff Scoop, my friend. Welcome back to the D-Rate the Hate podcast. It's been way too long. Uh, episode 70 was the first time we had a conversation. And and again, that's been way too long, my friend. How have you been? What's going on with you? Doing really good. It's great to be back on the, on the program and and um, keeping up with what you're doing. It's, it's amazing work, man. And I, I've been really busy on this end, you know, trying to make a difference out there in the world and, and uh, help people wherever I can. That's so cool, man. I, I've been following your work as well, and and I know all the different things you're uh, you're involved in, and, and the work that you're doing out there, better in the world, just like we're trying to do here on the D Rate the Hate podcast. And I appreciate it a lot, man. So the reason I've, I've asked you to join me for this DTH Quick Shot is because of the the news this week that the, the whole debacle that's going on between friends over at Turning Point USA with Charlie Kirk and them. And then the gals over there at the View, and so it all started with this this student action summit down in in Tampa, Florida. Uh, apparently, some you know to me, I, I don't know, but to me, you know, I, I look at I, I look at these these folks that were outside there protesting, or pro, they call them protesters. Uh, they're saying they're neo Nazis, white supremacists, and just a small group of people making some noise. But to me, it just it it looked it looked so out of place. I mean, obviously. Nazis look so out of place anywhere they're at, but this, it, it just didn't feel right to me. So, I, you know, to me, it looked fake. So that's why I wanted to get the, the scoop from you. No, no pun intended, but uh, Jeff, what did you see when you saw this mess down there? Because at first, when I look at it, I see these, you know, starch flags, I see these guys in these skull masks and, and stuff. It just didn't look authentic to me, like some of the stuff that I've seen from the past. So, you tell me what what your thoughts are real quick on that. So I, I did see uh, some news coverage of that and also some of what the view said. And, and uh, look, I always try to watch all different sides of the news, because, as you know, these days, one news station says one thing. The next news station says something completely different. So I try to investigate this stuff as much as possible. And, and there was an incident not too long ago. I don't have the date in front of me or anything, but where there was a Republican event and there was guys that showed up dressed like the Charlottesville protesters. And it came out that that was a staged 
uh, staged interruption of that particular event. I want to say it might have been in uh, uh, during a uh, Congress race there in Virginia. Was, I think Glenn Youngkin, I think. I think it was, okay. if I recall right. Yeah, and it was totally staged. And, and I mean, they... They got they got caught red handed on that deal. I mean, that was ridiculous. But so much of that what we see today and maybe that's why I I see it as another staged event like that. But again, I've got no experience, you know, with with neo-Nazis or the NSM movement or or whatever. And, And you do. So so I knew you would be able to tell me and you could school me on this because to me, it looked it looked totally set up. Well, in this case, um, from what I can tell, uh, look from the outside looking in and having been in that world, in this case, it was actual neo-Nazis. There was uh, at least one individual there wearing NSM gear, Um, you know, so I feel like what they're doing is is. I mean, break it down. It's trolling is what it is. Um, But uh, the purpose of it is. I can't, there's no making sense of it. Really, there's no making sense of it other than they're trying to piggyback on someone else's event, make publicity for themselves. And as you've seen with the media, uh, you know, throwing stones back and forth already at, at one another. Uh, some were calling it, you know, we were, I won't even repeat what the view said because I don't think it deserves to be repeated. You know, villainizing the people that were inside. And I don't think that was uh, that was appropriate because uh, the people that were inside, as as we know from uh, watching the news and, and different things like that, they denounced that. They didn't want nothing to do with that. So it was very strange that uh, Nazis are out there trolling, so to speak. It's the best, the best term I can come up for it is that's what it is. It's trolling and trying to uh, pick up off of someone else's coattails. Right. Yeah. I mean, they knew there was going to be cameras there and they, they knew that they could get some attention. And And I think you're probably right. I mean, I think they, you know, no matter how many of them that, that were there were actually authentic yeah, I think you're right. They're, they just they knew that there was going to be a chance to get in front of a camera. And actually, some of the things that I've read and you've probably seen it, too, was as soon as they weren't getting any more because people from the inside actually came out and confronted them. I know Turning Point USA had their security out there. We're trying to have them removed. They called law enforcement. Law enforcement were not able to remove them because it was public property, whatever the case may be. So everybody that was there that was supposed to be there has condemned this in, in the, the, the most aggressive terms, which, which they should. And it just, it, it, it boggles my mind, Jeff, when groups like this try to do this. And I think you're right. I think you say it very well when you say they're trolling, they're trying to piggyback on an event that they know that, 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 that they're going to get the most airplay. They know that the liberal media, let's just put it that way, or the left-wing media, is going to dive on this so-called and made-up connection between conservative or Republican groups and some faction of neo-Nazis. There is no, we, you and I both know that, that there's no, there's never been any, until I, until I got to know you, I had never known a Nazi in my entire life. I did. I, it just it's not a reality in the vast majority of, of people's world. And so these guys, you know, they show up there and they know that they're going to be able to latch on to that so-called connection when there is no connection. Well, and unfortunately, you- unfortunately, too, when they're doing things like that and and the media picks up on it and tries to make those connections, it, it looks bad for for the, the conservatives and everybody involved. And, and this fits a narrative that where certain people 
And, and I say this about both extremes. You know, I don't want to pick on one side or the other. I'm not going to hammer on the left if I'm not mentioning the right, too. But I want to talk about the two extremes, the extreme left and the extreme right. And what happens, uh, you know, when you get that radical, when you get that radical and you start seeing you start seeing people through a different lens. So the extreme version of the left are saying Nazis and conservatives, same thing. And, and I know I said I wasn't going to pick on the view, but they they alluded to that, that they were, you know, oh, they absolutely not, did. It, you know? You're not saying anything so, that's not true. And they had to apologize for it, which I think was good. At least they did that. But sometimes, you know, the damage is already done when false uh, narratives are pushed forward. And on the right, you sometimes have uh, people on the right labeling people, everybody on the left, communists and, and, and things of that nature. I know I used to do that um, when I was involved in extremism. So I know how you can get to that point real quick. And I think it's, it's uh, really important that we as a civil society don't do that sort of thing and that uh, the media needs to be a little more responsible. And if you have people like, a, a, especially a show like The View that has a lot of viewers and you're doing irresponsible things like that, that's damaging, not not just to you know your audience where you're spreading a false narrative but to our country as to america and that's a problem no doubt man no you couldn't have said it any better i mean uh, number one thing these guys are looking for attention they're looking for attention they're looking to get their message out there whether they were all real or some of them were real like you said there was at least one one uh one dude there that you knew had had, had or not that you knew but you knew or you know that he had NSM gear on. So we know that there was at least one authentic part of the movement there. And these guys, yeah, when they when they glom on and, and they know that they're getting that attention. I just the thing that I really want to stress for the DTH listeners here is the fact that it doesn't help anything when people like the view and you don't have to say it, but I'll say it because I don't know why the view personally. I don't know why the view hasn't been labeled a hate group yet, because Almost everything that comes out of there is is hateful towards anybody that has an opinion different than theirs. But that's that's completely, you know, a, a completely different topic. When when folks like that that do have a large a large following, do have a large uh large number of people that listen to them and, and almost hold their words as as words of wisdom. That's just increasing the hate between between people. And and you and I, Jeff, we are we are out here working hard to derate the hate. We're we're trying to better the world. We're trying to make attitudes better. And and, and just the same way that these Nazis or or, or, or neo-Nazis or or these hate groups try to glom onto events or or whatever that have a large following or they know that they can get in front of a camera. The the views really doing the same thing. They're, they're using their platform. They're using this large group of people that, that does follow them to try and exacerbate that hateful divide that's between people of different, differing opinions. And I, I really think that's unfortunate. So I want you, I, I know you've been doing so much work in, in the counter ideology to the hate. That, that you were involved in for so long. Just talk about the best way that you can look at situations like this. I don't care if it's the situation where the neo-Nazis show up at a student action summit in Tampa and try to glom on to that platform, or you, you talk about the gals on The View spewing the hate and trying to perpetuate that divide the way that they do. What is the best way to look at those situations, Jeff, and just cleanse yourself of that that hateful 
nonsense, that hateful rhetoric. Well, as far as the Nazis go that were out there, I, I think the best thing we can do in situations like that is ignore that because once they, they, to them, it's a victory because they got in the press and all that. They don't care if they hurt turning point or they don't care what the view says. None of that matters to them. What they did to get that attention, it could have been at a baseball game. It could have been at a rock concert. It could have been anywhere, but they got their attention mission accomplished for them. Um, and, and they're in, in promoting their narrative because they got that press. That was one of the things, um, that I did for years was, you know, learning how to break through and, and get, get the organization in the press, you know, for different things. And usually it was through those demonstrations, not necessarily trolling. That's what the NSM does now, but through demonstrations and hitting on hot button issues that that's concerning the public. And then the shock and awe, uh, idea, and, you know, these guys are out there, you know, waving German Nazi flags around. Um, it's, it's hard, I think, even for the press to go, okay, you know, we're not going to cover this because it's so sensational, right? You know, mm -hmm, it's like, mm -hmm. who's not going to look at that news story now when they see here we're in America and people are flying these flags, you know? So mm -hmm. I think um, it would still be best not to mention them because that takes away that so-called victory that they're, that they, they think in their minds that they're, they're getting because for them, it's not about the masses. It's about, if we can get enough, if they could get enough attention and then they can use that to recruit, even if it means one new member in the area or one new member from somewhere in the country that saw that on the news that joins says, you know, I want to be part of that. That's what they're looking for. So why hand that to them on a silver platter? That's that's where that's my take on it. And as far mm -hmm. as, um, you know, and I, don't, I will, you already said it, but I won't pick on the view too much. But um, <laughs> I, I have, unfortunately, I have, you know, watched some of that. And I do think there's a lot of um, divisive language on there. And it's and it's divisive and it, and it is uh, uh, very negative. But there's there's so much of that in this country right now. And it's coming from both sides where they're de we're dehumanizing one another as human beings and how to fix that is. We all don't have to agree on everything. That would be a really boring world of uh, autonomous, you know, uh, sort of like a Soviet style dictatorship if everybody was, you know, thinking the same way and forced to believe the same way. How boring would that be? But just because we disagree with someone doesn't mean that we should hate them or minimize them or take away their voice or, or especially and dehumanize them. And I think that's what a lot of, we're seeing a lot of. And I think it's, um, a lot of our politicians see it as an opportunity to cause division. And, and mm -hmm. uh, yep. Yep. so I yep. wish we wish we could uh, all just see one another as, as human beings. We can disagree. That's fine. We should disagree on different things. But um, we start dehumanizing and, and, and hating one another. Then there's a problem. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, that the conversations have to be had that dehumanizing rhetoric, that just the just the hyperbolic terms and like you said, trying to equate every every person on the left to a communist, trying to equate or, or relate every every person on the right to Goebbels, you know, it, it 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 doesn't do anybody any favors because what it does is it shuts down that conversation, Jeff. It 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 makes people hate each other, and and if we're not talking to each other, we increase the ignorance. If we increase the ignorance, we increase the the fear and the hate and everything else. And you and I have have seen so much of it. We know what that does. If we're not having the conversation, if we're not actually listening to people that want to bring us together versus tear us apart, we're not doing anybody any favors. 
So with that, man, I, I you know, I just wanted to get on here and have a great, uh, you know, quick conversation with my friend, Jeff Scoop. Parting words for the DTA's listeners, Jeff, what do you got? Hey, thanks for having me again, Wilk. It's a, it's an honor to be on this uh, incredible program that you're doing and, and uh, the work that you're doing, healing, healing the country and, and, and trying to uh, bridge that gap in the divides. It's, it's phenomenal. It's uh, it's been an honor and a privilege to be here again today. And thank you. Friends, if there's anything in this episode that provided exceptional value to you, please make sure to hit that share button, share it with your friends, share it far and wide. And of course, if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe right from our website so you can get the Derate the Hate podcast sent to your email inbox every week. So this is Wilk wrapping up for the week saying get out there, be kind to one another, be grateful for everything that you've got, and remember it's up to you to make each and every day the day that you want it to be. If there is something that you would like to share with me, you can catch me on most social media platforms or you can email me directly, wilk at wilksworld.com. With that, my friends, I am going to back on out of here, and we will catch you next week. Take care.